I just did a cleanup of my business uh, in the last two weeks. And what I mean by a cleanup was I looked at my last 30 clients and I, someone on my team and I looked at the last 30 clients. We said, okay, top five people in, the, in those 30, who are our favorite five people and why? And we do this exercise every quarter in my business. We really try to understand who was great, who was not, who do we want to avoid, and then who do we want to attract? And we just keep refining, refining, refining. And that's how I've come up with this model, which I think is so fun, is to help other businesses do the exact same thing that we do on a regular basis. It's, it's simple. Who is your favorite person? Let's get more of them. Hey, it's Chuck here, and I'm so glad that you're listening to this episode. And I just want to take this quick moment right now to let you know about our free collaborators toolkit. And this episode is all about partnership and collaboration. And our guests share many resources, tools, and things that you can use to make collaboration and partnership easier in your business. So if you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, this free collaborators toolkit is gonna to contain the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. And these tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for. And they're gonna help you to solve everyday business challenges and access highly effective ideas that can help and grow your business exponentially. I know they've helped me and I know they're gonna help you as well. And the best part about these tools is that they're completely free. And our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to the show. So you can get access to all of the resources contained inside the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting the website at www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Go ahead and register today, get access to all the resources, and I'm gonna see you on the inside. Now, here's the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Chuck Anderson here. This is the Creative Collaboration Show, and I have for you another amazing guest. In fact, we're just chatting here before the show, and um, you're going to learn so much more from this guy than I even imagined that you would. And uh, so we're so grateful to have uh, Todd Westra here today. And if you are a entrepreneur, a CEO, a founder, someone who's building a business, and you find yourself doing things that maybe you wish you weren't doing or you want to grow even faster. This is the guy that you want to talk to. So Todd, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate being on here. Awesome. So, you know, that was what I call introduction light. Uh, and I'm not going to even attempt to tell your story because I know you can tell it better than I can. Uh, go ahead and tell the folks a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Sure. And we'll we'll go from there. Sure. Yeah, no, I, uh, I am the father of eight children. And uh, that's usually where I start. And, and I'm also the eighth of nine children. So that being said, I've lived my whole life as an entrepreneur. As a kid, I, I tell people everything I learned about business, I learned on my paper out because 
if I wanted to buy anything as an eighth child, it pretty much meant that I had to go figure out how to earn money to get that thing I wanted. And so my paper out, I did for five years. From the time I was eight to 13, I had to go out and sell my services, sell the paper to my neighbors. I had a supplier that brought me raw materials. I had to do the fulfillment, do the delivery. I had to go out and collect money every month. And I had to pay an invoice at the end of the month. And as an eight-year-old, nine-year-old, 10-year-old, that whole stage of life, I just assumed everybody knew that stuff. And as it turns out, most people, when they go out and try to launch their own business, they don't know those fundamentals of, I got to have a supplier for my raw goods. I got to be able to dress it up and pretty up so I can fulfill it. And I've got to go out and sell it. And I've got, you know, all those pieces are a part of every business I've ever started. And to be honest with you, Chuck, I've never had a job. And so I, uh, other than I worked at a golf course in high school, so I get my free golf. But other than that, I have always been an entrepreneur and, and it shocks me how many people want to go jump into entrepreneurship and they don't understand those core principles of, I need to solve a problem out there. The problem as a paper boy is people want to know the news, right? I had to solve that problem. Um, you're solving a problem by helping people learn how to collaborate and learn how to start joint ventures and all the cool stuff that you talk about. And today, the two big pain points that I solve are easy. Most small businesses really struggle to build a funnel online that actually converts a lead to a client. That's the first problem. Second big problem is most people are so intimidated by the tech it takes to do that that they get stuck learning the tech and forget to do the service or product that they initially set out to do as a business owner. So they get distracted. They don't know how to manage that. And it just turns out to be a disaster. So we solve those two problems for people. We build funnels, we manage all the tech, and we make sure that they have a product flow, a client journey, so to speak, so that they know how to take someone from a lead to that perfect client that they know they want out in the market. I love the crystal clarity that you describe all of that with, because I mean, what business doesn't need to uh, take a lead and convert it into a customer uh, very systematically. And if once right. you have that system in place, you should just be able to uh, rinse and repeat. Turn uh, but so many, yes, exactly. Yeah. And so many people overcomplicate it or yeah. they overdesign it. And I have seen, I've seen funnel maps that take up entire whiteboards and I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> right. right. So yeah, right. let's simplify it. And I love that. And, uh, you know, so, so what are you noticing out there in terms of the mistakes that, let's say, business owners are making that are contributing to this, whether it's overcomplication or confusion or whatever? Yeah, I love this question. Um, you know, the, the, I'd say the most common mistake that a business owner makes is they don't know their ideal client avatar. Mm. They know a genre. They know a genre, they kind of know who they want to work with, but they haven't dialed in who's their favorite part of that group to work with. And, and the more you get narrowed down, like if I just said, I want to work with startup founders, which isn't my ideal client avatar, to be totally honest with you. I love founders, but not during startup phase. I love founders during scale phase. Mm. You know what I mean? I want people who have already found a way to generate revenue 
And then I want the people who are, say, doing three to, three to $20 million a year is kind of my ideal target because they've already produced a lot of revenue. They've already produced a way to attract clients. But most of the time, they're leaving so much money on the table with their existing marketing campaign because the strategy isn't really in place. And so for a startup or for, for most business owners, and even my clients, this is, the, this is what I do for a living is I help them identify who their perfect client is, who's the one they like working with the best. If you, if you took your last 10 clients, Chuck, and said that's my two favorite of the last 10 was Betsy and Bobby, well, what was the two thing? What were the things about Betsy and Bobby that you really liked the most about the way they came into your funnel? Well, they knew exactly what they wanted. It was really easy for me to solve the problem, and they paid me full price and didn't complain. Right? Like, that's your per okay. Let's take B Betsy and Bobby and figure out what are the common attributes between those two people, and let's go find people just like that. <laughs> what a that's great as idea! As it gets. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a great idea. Find people that you already like working with, clone them and find more people just like them. 100%. 100%. And that's, the that's what most businesses fail to do. They try to solve too big of a problem. And then by solving too big of a problem, they forget, like they, they don't even recognize that, oh my gosh, Betsy and Bobby, those guys were awesome. We already finished them. These other guys over here, we're still, it's been three months and we're still trying to finish their project. Yeah. Yeah. And what's great about what you said as well, I mean, you know, you're working with businesses that have already earned their first 3 million. So they've figured out right. something around client acquisition and they're able to do that part exactly. really well, but they're not doing everything really well. And so, mm -hmm. so there's, I love what you said, those built-in opportunities yeah. for doing more with what you've already got. And uh, I've, I've had countless clients that I've worked with like that as well. In a lot of ways, it's easier than working with startups because with startups, you're still trying to figure out the, the customer acquisition piece and the, uh, the right offer and all of that thing. But with the, the businesses of that scale, it's more about being more efficient with, with what you've already, doing more with what you've already got. And, 100%, yeah. 100%. And, and, and I just call it leaving money on the table. I mean, it, you know, I, I just did a cleanup of my business uh, in the last two weeks. And what I mean by cleanup was I looked at my last 30 clients and I, someone on my team and I looked at our last 30 clients, we said, okay, top five people in, the, in those 30, who are our favorite five people and why? And we do this exercise every quarter in my business. We really try to understand who was great, who was not, who do we want to avoid? And then who do we want to attract? And we just keep refining, refining, refining. And that's how I've come up with this model, which I think is so fun, is to help other businesses do the exact same thing that we do on a regular basis. It's, it's simple. Who is your favorite person? Let's get more of them. Most people don't take the time to think about that. And, and your favorite people, not just people who are willing to give you money, because yeah. there's lots of people who are willing to give you money that maybe you shouldn't work with because they're not going to be the most fun to work with. Right. And, uh, and so there's, that was something I learned a long time ago in my business. There's nothing more empowering than saying no to a potential client because it's not a good fit because right. you know there's another client out there. You don't have to take everyone who has money. You can take the ones you want to work with because they're your favorite. 100%. 100%. Mm -hmm. 
And then comes the collaboration opportunities, you know, because, because to your whole point, the whole premise of your show is getting creative with your collaborations, right? Well, exactly. who else is working with that perfect client? Let's go collab with them, right? I mean, this podcast is a collaboration in a sense for me because I know the types of people you work with. And, and, and I said my three to 20 million ideal client avatar target, and that is one of my avatars. My second favorite avatar, I, I think every business should have two or three favorite avatars. My second favorite avatar are book authors. Mm-hmm. And you want to know why? No, let's go for it. Why, why are book authors your favorite? I love book authors because they have been forced to sit down, think about what they're an expert in. They outline it in chapters they talk in detail about each one of those facets of why they're an expert in this thing. They know what they're good at. And mm-hmm. I, that's what I love about book authors. They may be a school teacher or they may be a multi-bajillionaire. They have taken the time to sit down and think out in their mind, what am I an expert in and how can I help people with this experience or this knowledge that I have? And that's what I love about them. Clarity in their mission. And most small business owners fail to have that. And so I challenge other founders that I meet. I say, have you written a book? And they say, no. And I say, you don't have to write one, but will you outline one of why you're an expert in doing what you do? And I think if you do that, then you'll be a better entrepreneur because you'll recognize where your strengths are, what you have specific experience in, and then more than likely, that's going to help you launch your business better. Totally love what you said here about authors because, uh, and I never really thought about them this way, but now it makes so much sense why they have been easier to work with than perhaps other kinds of clients. And and, and to your point, it's the clarity. Uh, And I love what you're doing with people who haven't written a book. It's like, okay, well, if you don't have a book, at least go outline one so that you become crystal clear on what you do and how you help others it's a big it's a it's a game changer it's a game changer you know as well as i do because you work with so many founders and and startup founders they just get confused they they want to be like that guy over there who's just killing it they want to be just like that guy well do you have any experience doing what he does no well then what makes you think you're gonna be that person you know what do you have experience in? You know, I, I took a, I took a lady, um, uh, one of my favorite women who I, who have written a book, uh, she wrote a book on, um, being resilient. Okay. Like resiliency, going through a really tough traumatic experience, bouncing back and coming back stronger. That's kind of her message. And she wanted to service this really broad audience, women, <laughs> like <laughs> I want to help women be resilient. I said, okay, what does that mean? And through the course of a few hours of, of like real in-depth, like conversations and strategy sessions, we were able to identify two key targets for her that she was already familiar with. And they weren't just women. It was athletes and it was executive women. Okay. Athletes and executive. Why athletes and executive women? Because she's intimately in the loop with professional athletes. Think of how many athletes get an injury. Think of how many, you know, they, they got traded when they didn't want to. They, they really liked the team they were on. And they, you know, all those things 
And she can now coach them how to be resilient. And it turned her revenue way up because she was a specialist with athletes and she's a specialist with women executives who maybe got turned down for the promotion or maybe, maybe went home for maternity and came back and their job was gone, you know, and she now is just killing it because she was able to niche down and take the things she was best at and intimately familiar with and turn that into her training, turn that into her program. And now she's killing it. I love it. Wow. What a great way to kind of take something that was very broad, not very clear at all, and really get it down to that crystal clarity. It's no wonder it uh, it's working for her because that's, that's yeah. really where so many business owners, especially new ones, get it wrong. They think the wider the net, the more fish I'm going to catch. Uh, and we have not true. this time and time again. <laughs> it's just not true. It's not it's just, just true. not true. <laughs> so, so collabs. I mean, that, that's right. the most important thing, right? It, and collaborations, you know, a lot of people that are probably listening to this are thinking to themselves, well, I just don't know many people in this group that I want to I want to target. Somebody else does. Right. Somebody else does. And when you start talking to people who are already servicing your perfect client, all you got to do is help them. And then they give you the shoe into their whole network. And, and that's the power of collaborations. Absolutely. In fact, think about this. Someone listening to this podcast episode right now may be holding the missing link, that missing puzzle piece to what right. you've been trying to do in your business yeah. And maybe trying to do unsuccessfully. And maybe it's because you're trying to be skilled at something that you really aren't skilled yeah. at. And but they are skilled at it. And what if you bring the best of you and they bring the best of them and together business takes 100%. off? And that's what 100%. collaborations are all about. And so I love I love how you bring that up. And um question that I would follow that up with is how have has collaborating and partnering with others made a difference in, in your business and your, you know, the growth of, of what yeah. you do uh, yeah. as a reformed do it yourself or yeah. and this is one of the, it's my therapy to talk about collaborations, <laughs> but, but, but a natural born entrepreneur like yourself, who's been doing it out of necessity since you were a kid, um, did it come naturally to you or did you, did you have to overcome some stuff and how has it made a difference in your business? You know, I'm a naturally social person and not everybody is that way. And I get that. But what I find is even the most introverted introverts, when someone talks to them about the thing they're passionate about, they come right out of their shell. Right. And so, you know, what I, a lot of book authors are introverted. They like to just, I'm going to type what I want to say instead of get on a podcast and do all these other things, right? And so they do this exercise. And, and what I love about uh, collaborations, you know, my most recent collaboration was um, I met a professional speaking coach who helps, who helps book authors uh, write um, uh, TEDx talks from their story or their experience in the book. And then I met another person who's a publisher who helps people publish their books more efficiently and get better distribution, you know, like many publishers do. But this one, I actually really, really trust. He's a really great guy. And so the three of us decided, okay, I help people create keynotes to make money. This guy helps people publish their books to make money. I help authors 
put together their digital profile, their digital presence, so that they can be booked for speaking engagements. They can sell a course or some type of program based off their book, and they can start collecting leads so that they can let them know every time they're going to go speak at something or let them know when they release another book or let them know when they have some other product they want to sell them. And without doing those three things, like we found that our collaboration, even though it's fairly new, we just love the, the constant promoting of each other to everyone we talk to. And, it, and it's, it's called Amplifluence. We amplify the influence of an author. And so it's such a fun, fun thing. And we've already done little uh, tour stops in, in four cities this year. And we're going to go to more cities over the next couple months. And we meet with book authors. We help them learn how to promote their book better. And it's just, it's a great give back. And it's turning into monetization because those that learn, you know, people that know, like, and trust you will hire you to help them with the problem they have. So it's kind of fun. I love that. And, you know, really looking at that way of how together, how can you accomplish more and, uh, and all of that. So a natural question that comes because what, from our audience is yeah. obviously they're getting inspired for from what we're talking about here, but they're like, okay, Todd, Chuck, you're talking about collaborations. You're speaking my language. I want to do this. Where do I start? Where do I look? So what's your, what's your go-to yeah. method or place or whatever, when you recognize you need something in your business and you want to collaborate with somebody, where, where do you start? I start by recognizing who I want to attract. Mm-hmm. And then find somebody already servicing them. And that's it. Like those two things. If I wanted to attract a car mechanic, where would I go? Well, I would probably Google. Uh, Car mechanics work with suppliers. They work with auto parts stores. They work with, you know, all these other people. Maybe if I go network with some auto parts stores, they can get me in with all the mechanics they work with. You know what I mean? It's like, all of a sudden, you've got authority because you were referred by the auto parts store. And so so the, that's the way you have to start thinking. If I want to talk to those guys, who's already working with them? Oh, okay. Now I can contact the people that are already working with them and not sell them anything, but say, hey, if you can help me get in the door with some of the people that you're already helping, I solve this problem. I'm happy to give you a, a, an affiliate fee for introducing me to your existing client base. That's it. You don't have to sell me. I just want intros from you because they already trust you. And that's in so many ways, easier than going direct to your target audience and trying oh, to yeah. sell them. And that's what we see all day long on LinkedIn. I get yeah. every day bombarded with messages trying to sell me directly. Whereas the ones that get my attention are the ones that come through my friends and yeah. say, Hey, you know, I just met this person. Uh, let me introduce you. And uh, I usually will follow up on a hundred percent of those conversations where I ignore a hundred percent of the other ones that are trying to sell me directly. Totally they just want to connect. Right. And then they spew everything that they can sell you. So it's, that's the wrong way. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Some people's methodology of LinkedIn <laughs> outreach. <laughs> Exactly. So I love your takeaway is, you know, go find someone who already knows 
whether it's an individual and somebody already knows them or the type of people that you're trying to get into contact with and do a relationship with them. You're not trying to sell them anything. In fact, you're giving them something by offering to And they uh, look like the hero, right? The the auto parts store in that example is the hero because they just introduced someone else that can help them. Like it, it validates that they care about this client of theirs, right? Absolutely. Well, I love all of that. And, and Todd, I think we could probably do a full day workshop just on unpacking all of these different strategies, but hopefully at a high level, uh, those of you listening in have uh, really found this to be helpful and inspirational. If you need to take the next steps, of course, you can, you can uh, reach out to us, you can reach out to Todd and we're going to, Todd, we're going to get you to share your information here in a moment. But just yeah. before we do that, I want to ask a couple of things that just more on the personal growth side of things. Yeah. And, you know, uh, business is a growth exercise. I definitely, we grow the business, but I get to grow as a person as well. And I couldn't yeah. do that with a lot of the, out the, a lot of the experts that I look up to and the books that I've read and all of that. So, so two questions I want to ask you, Todd. One is who is the expert? or leader or inspirational person that that you would recommend that other people follow or maybe that you've learned the most from that inspired you and then also what's the the must read book that uh, you feel like our audience should really go out and get a copy and yeah that book right away yeah you know uh being a marketer and being a business owner um i would say the most inspirational person to me uh, who I, I hope to to meet someday is Donald Miller. Uh, Donald yeah. Miller, if you don't know who that is, um, one of my favorite humans on the earth, and I've never met him. I, I, I say that because he's just a solid Christian, God-fearing man who just is so legitimately human. He he is a marketing genius, and, and what he does, he, he has a company called StoryBrand, and he has a book called Story Brand, but he's since modified to just business made simple. And the thing that I love about him is he just dumbs everything down. Everything, everything needs to be dumbed down. And my entire marketing agency that I that I own is not entirely based off of his model, but I would say heavily, heavily influenced by the method that he uses, which is make your business a story. You are solving a problem. You never watch a movie that doesn't have something traumatic at the beginning or a problem that's exposed that they're trying to fix throughout the movie. You lose lose interest. And when you as a business never talk about the pain that you solve, then nobody's going to be interested in what you're even talking about. And you and I coming into this interview at the very beginning, we talked about the pain that we solve, the problem that we solve as a business owner, and the issues that we see in the marketplace with startups and things like it. That's the hook. People are attracted to pain because they love to hear a happy ending. And so you as a small business founder, you as a, as a business owner, never forget why you started this business, because it was more than likely you were trying to solve a problem. And so Donald Miller. And his program um, has influenced my ability to simplify and dumb down what I do so that when I talk to people, it's instantly obvious what I do. And when you confuse, you lose. 
And so his book, Business Made Simple, is his most current book. Highly, highly, highly recommend every small business owner read this book. He's got a website with daily nuggets that he delivers to your inbox. It's the newsletter that I actually read. You know, it's just awesome content. So Donald Miller, Business Made Simple. Go check it out. I love the guy. I love that how your recommendations were the expert and that expert's book all all in one. And that doesn't always happen. But Donald Miller is amazing. And I I have seen him speak live at at a number of conferences. I, too, have not met him personally. But StoryBrand changed so much uh, for me in my business and how I look at it and uh, and I've not read Business Made Simple, but I, I plan to now that you've recommended it. So it, it sounds like it's the next evolution to StoryBrand. So yep. um, definitely that's a, that's a must read on my list. I'm going to put a link to Donald and his books uh, down below this video and in the show notes of this episode as we will, uh, Todd, your stuff. So go ahead and, you yeah. know, you've shared so many uh, awesome things with us today. Tell the folks where they can find out more about you and what, what you can do to help. Of course. You know, the simplest way, you've probably been wondering what this was in the screen the whole time. If you scan that and just hit send, you'll get all the information you need about what I do and how I help you. Uh, but truly, if you go to toddwestra.com, that's the easiest way to do it is you just go to toddwestra.com. I've got links to everything I'm doing and, and all the projects I'm working on. And uh, and this this funnel, this QR code will lead you into a path where I'll, I'll send you information. It's not a long harassing uh, funnel. You're not going to be bothered for the rest of your life. But it's a very simple way that I can text you the information, get you what you need, and, and you can see see if it's for you or not. If it's not, we're not high pressure. The people that need us know that they need us and we work with them. Fantastic. Well, uh, so go ahead and scan Todd's QR code. I love that. And uh, I, I was asking you right at the beginning, what, what is that QR code for? <laughs> now we know what it's for. Uh, yep. So go ahead and scan that. We'll also put Todd's details beneath this video and in the show notes of this episode. So that, And we highly encourage you to reach out to Todd and uh, uh, amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, I hope we can get a chance to do more together. Uh, and so this is just scratching the surface, Todd, I know. But um, as we sign off this episode, if you could leave our audience with just one last piece of advice, what would you tell them? Know your ideal client and know the problem that you like to solve. Don't do stuff you don't like to do. Um, so many problems can be solved doing things you like to do. That makes having a business the most perfect experience of your life. So know who you like to serve and know how you like to serve them. That's it. Well said. And I think a great way to sum up this episode, Todd, thank you so much for uh, being my special guest today. And thank you to all the listeners who have tuned in, watched this video or listened to this podcast episode. And so I do highly encourage you to reach out to Todd and do tune in for our next episode where we'll have another amazing guest where we'll be talking about their collaboration stories. And until then, go out there and be awesome. See you guys. This episode is brought to you by the Collaborators Toolkit. If you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, 
Our free Collaborators Toolkit contains the best resources from our workshops as well as contributions from our guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday business challenges and to access highly effective ideas that can grow your business exponentially. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to our show. You can get free instant access to the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting our website at www.collaboratorsunite.com forward slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Register today and I'll see you on the inside.